0: Thursday, 105 p.m. Fashionably late as we always are, (laughs) November 12th. I'm Steve. (laughs) Tell him Steve there. Uh he's Ben Carlton. I'm Matthias Wallman. If you have no idea what we're talking about, as we are going live on our Instagram again, if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple pods, Google pods on YouTube. I hope you can- there are people that like,
1: don't know who we are. That means we're actually getting our podcast out to people that like aren't our immediate family or friends.
0: I don't mean to brag, but we have, you know, we consistently get like 15 listeners per episode. I'll take it. I mean, okay. So
1: if I'm breaking it down, like just off the top of my yeah. head, the, your dog chat is what? 16 people. 16 people in our group chat? Well, let's see. It's all of our house from last year, all of 607. And then like two or three other randoms in there, right? Like Smith's in there. He didn't live with the house. Wow, you really just call your current roommate a random? I mean, like people who didn't live in like our house last nice, year or 607.
0: Man. We better clip this. You're killing me. This You're for... killing me. <laughs> oh. uh, but we got a lot to talk about. We haven't done a show together in over a week. Yeah. At the, really, we got eight uh,
1: viewers. You guys are... Coming in for the right episode. We got lots to get it. to. I mean, absolutely. It's funny, like fired I, up. You know, I'm coming into the, like making the rundown this morning and got my coffee, and I'm like, oh, like there's really not much. Like off the top of my head, I was like, oh, there's not a ton to get to. But then it's like you like scroll through all my sites, and I'm like, oh shit, we actually we got some storylines. We got some baseball yeah. news. midway through the NFL season, we got we got lots to get to. Let's hop right into it. I mean, week 10, NFL, not quite the slate we had last week. Yeah. Last Which week was a is- awesome awesome yeah. set of games we, we, we were bound to have a letdown let's let's be I, real but well, let's be real still. we've had plenty i feel like at most more weeks than not we've started the show and been like eh not a great schedule in the episode. i feel like it's been a pretty like
0: healthy 50-50 split i
1: guess I, i'm not i'm not thinking oh frank you really have to do that come on frank really <laughs> had to bring out cortico we're talking about well, it at we'll the end talk, of the show. don't worry we'll
0: talk don't about worry. cortica and d3 football at the end of the show don't worry if that's not incentive for you to stay in the show, I don't know what is. Well, um, but yeah, it, it's not a great slate this week. There, there's no – It does a
1: lot dish. when like the best 1 p.m. kickoff, I think, is the football team versus the Detroit Lions, Washington 2-6, and six, Detroit 3-5. and five. I mean – Well, I, I disagreed with you on the that, Fox, that. Panthers, but, but that's is, – how is that game going to be closed? The Panthers are 3-6 and six and they're playing without Christian McCaffrey. I just which think is that great that news offers, for me, fantasy wise. Yeah, but
0: I, I think it just offers a little more, just like appeal than Washington football and the Lions. Like I I mean we 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 put our teams into tiers, the games into tiers, and uh, just a sneak peek. I put that one in. A, it's close record wise, but if you don't have someone in fantasy or it's not your favorite team, you really okay, but
1: don't but it's do just shit not close it. record wise. <laughs> No, like, I'm, I'm
0: talking about I'm talking
1: about the Lions game. Oh, Lions. I think you're talking about the Bucks Panthers game. I'm like Matthias. I I know neither one of us are particularly good with numbers, <laughs> but six and three and three and six are kind of opposite records. Just, just a thought.
0: Um. All right. We'll, we'll hop into the game because we've we've you know talked it up enough. You know. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, we'll start with we'll start with our tier one. Um. This is this is the best game of the week. Um, so. I think it's it's probably like a one A one B um this probably a little higher than the other one but we'll start with buffalo 7 and 2 at arizona 5 and 3 a 405 start um we both came into last week saying we were con- really concerned about buffalo i mean they yeah. hadn't been playing well a couple of weeks in a row and you know they barely escaped the jets barely escaped the patriots and that was more the patriots shooting themselves in the
1: foot i was gonna, I, they- yeah both those games like a barely yeah. barely beating the jets and the patriots this season is like more Not concerning good. than it is helping yeah. you sound your nerves if you're a Bills fan. Like, those are and, both – I mean, if you look to the Bills after five, six weeks, you should be looking at both those games on the schedule. Like, all right, cool. Like, two easy weeks. Let's run it yeah. up. Let's get Josh Allen some – you know, have him chuck the ball 80 yards downfield just because he can. And then you come out and just don't – and just come out flat, honestly. Yeah. Like, I get that it's – you know, yeah, are the Bills – were the Bills maybe overperforming just a bit in the first five to six weeks of the season? Sure. It, you know, it, it's kind of a, a semantics issue, but I don't think mm. – I wouldn't have pegged the bills semantics
0: on second floor sports.
1: I did say semantics on second yeah, floor okay. sports. Just I wouldn't sense. have pegged the bills as like top five team in the league coming into the season, mm-hmm. but then first quarter of the way through, it kind of looked that way. But then they came back down to earth a little bit with two less than convincing wins
0: mm-hmm. against
1: the bills and the pats. But then you come out early against the bills and the pats against the jets and the pats, yeah. but then they came out against the Seahawks and smoked them. And that game wasn't even as close as the score would, as the final score would indicate.
0: Yeah. I mean, it ended up being 44-34, but like you said, the Bills absolutely smoked up. Buffalo uh, I think it
1: was like forty one fourteen at one yeah. point. Like, I mean, like it, it, Seattle made it closer in the end, but that was not at all indicative of the way the game went.
0: Yeah. Like, uh, and the big thing was that Josh Allen looked fantastic. And that was kind of an issue the last four weeks and two of the losses and then two of the uninspiring wins is that Josh Allen looked like rookie season Josh Allen. Now you get, an upstart Arizona team who's, you know, good. Kyler Murray is absolutely balling this week, and it should be a really fun quarterback matchup. And you know, Arizona's defense I mean, is Kyler a little Mart- better than we thought, but Buffalo's defense is not better. What are you good. saying? Uh, Arizona's uh, don't defense. Don't tell me your Wi-Fi is cutting out. Oh, it uh, seems pretty fine on the, uh, on the your Zoom. Your Wi-Fi good?
1: Your Zoom holding up? You're pausing on my Zoom. This is not what we need. It's our first show together in a week. Come on, work with me.
0: Hey man, my Wi-Fi. I'm saying my internet's right
1: unstable. All right, I, I guess we'll have yeah. to see when we go to save the Zoom. Fingers crossed for us that this one works out.
0: Uh, of course, uh, it's the episode we gotta you're talk writing.
1: about of literally, of course. And <laughs> we talk about the Bills coming out and like kind of their offense rounding back into form against the Seahawks. This is not the Legion of Boom Seahawks. In fact, the really? exact opposite of the Legion of Boom Seahawks. It's so funny. Like the, just kind of like you think Seattle Seahawks, like at least for me personally, my like default, like play style is there's what I think of Seattle's play style is like run the ball, great defense, Russ, you know, making some magic happen this year. It's all Russ, Mm. Russ and Russ DK and Tyler Lockett. And they have literally the worst defense or one of the worst defenses in the league, especially their pass defense. Well we'll, well, we'll get to, we'll get to Seattle a little bit in their next game. Okay. That one's be I, I was just too. bringing it up in context of like, of course the bills got back on track. The Seattle pass uh-huh. defense is allowing guys is allowing opponents to average, I think 360 pass yards a game. Yeah. I don't know if the giants as a team are averaging 360 yards a game. Like let's put that in context.
0: I can tell you the Patriots aren't. You um, know, <laughs> uh, the the thing with this Buffalo, Arizona game, um, you know, the, the game plan last week was pretty atrocious for seattle i don't know why they were like yeah we, we had a great game plan for the run it's like uh, josh allen just threw the ball for like 500 yards basically um yeah, I, kyler murray has been having a fantastic season you know this is a arizona team that we thought was going to be good thought they can maybe break into double digit wins this season and they're proving that they are good um this is well, this i is, think Cliff kingsbury especially is proving that he 100 yeah.
1: percent belongs in the nfl
0: and it, it's a also defense
1: making his, his selection of Kyler or not his personal selection. But yeah. obviously that was a huge factor in bringing in Cliff Kingsbury. But like he, clearly he knew what he was talking about when he mm-hmm. told management, Hey, like give me Kyler Murray and I will give you a 30 plus point a game offense.
0: Yeah. I mean, the, the defense continues to be kind of their question mark. Uh, statistically, they're not terrible. Um, they're they, don't have Chan- they don't have, yeah, they don't have Chandler Jones. They are literally middle. They don't of have role. Chandler
1: Jones and Isaiah Simmons is like not playing for them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which is okay. a huge
1: surprise to me who might've been dying. I was big, big, big fan of Isaiah Simmons coming out of, the, coming out of college. Yeah. You completely whiffed on that one, at least for this season for defensive rookie of the year. I mean, yeah, I, I guess <laughs> I, that's, that's not what we're here to talk about. I would yeah, love yeah, to yeah. talk draft all day long, but that's a, that's for a different show.
0: Um, Yeah. I'll ask this question, you know, and I think it's an important question we have to keep asking for each team in our must see TV top tier. Who is this more important for because Arizona has to stay afloat in their division, but I mean, Buffalo, you know, didn't expect it. They have to stay ahead of Miami and they have to, you know, keep racking up these signature wins. They definitely had one last week, but to prove that, you know, they might be a contender or are they a I pretender mean, right now?
1: First thought you'd think it's more important for Buffalo just because they didn't look great in those games over the bills in the Pat, Or Why do I keep doing that? Do you keep those doing? games over the jets in the pats. And that is, I'm sure you've heard me talk about it before, but like, that's why I had, uh, the Bucs out of my top five in the power rankings last week because they came out and looked awful against the Giants. Like, yeah, they beat them, but like, you really have to stop a two point conversion to beat the Giants this season. That's not good at all. I'd say this is more important for Buffalo because I'd still want to see them beat. I think mean, like, the Seattle win was good. Do it again, is kind of what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say here. It's like, beat another good team. I don't think there's anyone who's going to sit here and argue that the Cardinals aren't a bore. Absolute worst, a borderline playoff team, if not realistically, one of the probably going to be one of the top ranked wild cards. Assuming the Rams lose to Seattle this week,
0: yeah, I still think it's more important for
1: Buffalo just to make it hammer at home. So you know what, we're winning the NFC, AFC East this year. We're going to be eight and two. I mean, you're looking at a top three team in the NFL if the
0: Bills win. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I still have I still have Buffalo ranked higher than Arizona. Um, and and, for good reason. Yeah. For good reason. Um, but you know, just, uh, just appreciation for Kyler Murray right now. He's tied yeah. first with uh rushing touchdowns with seven. And then a, a stat that I had seen from, um, from Schefter, I think this morning, um, it was, he has better stats than Lamar did at this point last season. don't know what he's on pace for. I decided not. Well, to yeah, touchdown. cause
1: he, you put this in and he's got 200 more yards and seven more touchdowns.
0: Yeah. And, then then Lamar seven did seven more
1: touchdowns point. than Lamar had at this point last season. Mm-hmm. Are you sure that's not on pace for? Her? That just doesn't make nope. any sense.
0: That's what he has right now. Huh. Yeah. Pretty crazy. You're positive um, about that one?
1: Yeah, you can check Schefter's Twitter. I mean, I'm live on Instagram right now, but... Okay, yeah, fair. <laughs> um, uh, I, I didn't realize it was that high. I mean, I yeah. knew he was having like a progressively better season than Lamar did last year. I mean, he's leading, Kyler's leading the league in total yards. He's got almost 2,300 yards.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: This guy's here to stay.
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Remember when everyone was saying he was going to play baseball?
0: <laughs> Remember when they said Russell Wilson was going to play baseball too? No. Did they ever
1: say that? Yeah. No, wait, wait slow, relax, relax. <laughs> hey, that's a, that's a Yankee you're talking about right there.
0: Okay. Enough. He's in tra- he's,
1: he comes to spring training every year.
0: Look, I mean, also just real quick. These are two teams that have both beaten Seattle. They both have that signature win. True. I still, the only teams that Seattle has lost to. This is a huge opportunity for both of these teams. Uh, speaking of, Uh, Seattle coming in at six and two Rams coming in at five and three. Uh, I'm still not worried about Seattle, but the way that division is, you cannot afford to go on a skid because I I still think regardless of how many people are injured for the Niners, I, I always value, I always value highly a good head coach in, in, in the sense that. Okay. I I got, I got a point for you here Matthias. I know, I know, I know. Name me another team
1: that's got a really great head coach and is playing like dog shit this year. Is it the Patriots? It is the Patriots, actually. Okay, but the Pats, but, the Pats aren't even injured the way the Niners are. The Niners okay. are on their C team.
0: Yeah. Okay. The Patriots. So, also it's also just a talent, talent issue. They also had it's seven just talent that's a, issue. That's not, seven, no opt-out. damn
1: well. That's not the same deal. If you right. opt out preseason, you know you're not going to get them. If you're entire, like you're five. Right. Right. Five, right. But like, if you, you opt out. But if you after you've pre-season. already opted in.
0: But if you opt out preseason and you don't get, allow your team to, you know, go shot for free agents because that money didn't kick in till after, then you it's You know essential. damn well this is not the same thing. Anyways. It, you know it's not the any, same thing. Anyways. arguing semantics again. It's not even a
1: semantics issue. It's two different. It's mean, two completely different scenarios.
0: I mean, it's a really not. A preseason
1: opt out compared to guys getting hurt in the actual season where you're like banking on them playing for you is a much different deal. You're starting quarterback and you're – all world defensive end getting hurt middle of the season, or not even middle of the season, week two disaster. Your number one running back getting hurt middle of the season, disaster. Your second and third string, middle of the season he got hurt like week two, and then you got hurt all, again. All these, and he's all these back on
0: IR, all these players got hurt week two. Mostert came back and then got hurt again. Yeah, Mostert came back for a game
1: after going out for like back. Point being. Guys getting hurt during the season is a lot different than
0: preseason opt-outs. Also,
1: what was the biggest like preseason opt-out for the Patriots?
0: Dante Hightower, top five linebacker in the league. Top, yeah, top yes, five linebacker
1: in the league currently yes. or has been.
0: Yes, currently. Mm. Lost two starters on the offensive line. This is again a month before the season starts. Again, not what we,
1: we're here to debate. Not oh, to
0: now do. yeah, now you don't want to debate it. I'm just um, saying,
1: I, if you want to keep going,
0: I'm look. No, 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 no. no. Okay, you told me before the show oh you can't go over an hour and a half.
1: I try oh. to move the show on, and then you try to pull me back in. This is all. This is the way it goes. This is I the, can't always wait. the way it goes.
0: Yeah. All right. Anyway, um, what the point Grand I was Street trying Box. to make? The point I was trying to make about the Niners, right? They are not a good team. But if you have, say, you have like a four and five Chargers team and a four and five Niners team. I don't know. I Chargers are probably a better team, but the Niners are well coached. You can't. Those are two th- again. there are out.
1: two teams are in yeah. entirely
0: different situations. I know. No, I know. I know. I'm not talking about situation wise. I'm just saying you have. But you have to talk about the situation. Okay. Like you're, these you're teams at, are, don't exist in a vacuum. Okay. You're looking at a bottom of the division four and five Niners team. That's not an easy win each week. Is what I'm saying. At least not yet. I don't think. Anyway. I think they absolutely should be an easy one. The, the point I was making. You know what the Packers is, just did to them. The point I was making is that the Rams are a game behind Seattle. Seattle can't afford to go on a skid. I mean, no team in here can. I mean, we talked about how good Arizona is too. Arizona already has that win over Seattle. Yeah. You're you're Seattle. At this point, you lose to two division rivals. Yikes, you know? Well,
1: in Seattle, look, anyone's going to figure out what the issue with Seattle's defense is. I have a lot of faith in that being Pete Carroll. Mm -hmm. That said, currently, the Seattle defense is allowing opposing quarterbacks to basically play like MVP Peyton Manning from that 2013 season in Denver 362 passing yards a game which is the most ever in for an NFL team through eight games I mean like the Bills offense is not predicated around like huge plays yes that's a that's a part of Josh Allen's game but I think one of the things that Buffalo's done so well this season and acquiring a guy like Stephon Diggs is they've emphasized the short and intermediate game so you set up those those deep shots, but you're not trying to ex- you're not trying to create your whole offense based yeah. on Josh Allen throwing the ball 60 yards down the field. If it's there, yeah, go for it. But they're getting those deep shots from working the short game, working the intermediate game, and then you can take play-action
0: shots down the field. Because really, I mean, who are you throwing it to deep? If it's not Stephon Diggs, you know, you have John Brown. That's about it. I I the whole Cole idea is, is you, to you, try to, you try to scheme him open. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not worried about Seattle, but – but they've got to figure something big. <laughs> yeah. And look, it's it, like
1: you remember the Chiefs from two years ago, the 2018 Chiefs were the whole, it was, they're kind of in the same situation. Obviously, Mahomes and the Chiefs offense was cooking, but it was just a matter of like they were just getting in shootouts every week. But when you've got Patrick Mahomes, Tyree Hill, Travis Kelsey, like you're going to win shootouts yeah. more often than not. And I think Seattle's basically in the same position there. If they can get, if they can get their past events to just not be allowing other teams to put up literal MVP type of numbers through the air. Mm-hmm. I think
0: you've got to look at them as the favorites of the NFC. Yeah. I think this. you already.
1: You absolutely can make the case that they're the favorites right now.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think this becomes a dicey game for Seattle. Uh, just because the, the Rams' offense is weird against a lot of teams, because they're definitely well, let's, not let's a let's high the fault, powered offense.
1: Let's default the to their own number one wide receiver and Robert Woods, who said this week that their offense is <laughs> literally, quote unquote, we're good, not great. Which, yeah. I, oh,
0: it's very that's a phrase I love
1: to use. <laughs> I definitely have used that phrase on the show many yeah. times. He's um, exactly right. The Rams offense is good. Yeah. It's not great. It's not going to, it's not well, going it, to carry them the way it did to what three makes it, ago.
0: what makes it complicated for them is that, you know, they have have a pretty good running game. Um, they, you know, they have good wide receivers. It's just, it always comes down to what version of Jared Goff do you get, especially against the Seattle team who is not bad against the run. Um, but I mean, they're
1: better against the run than they are against the pass.
0: Yeah. Well, they're, they're, I think when you're allowing 360 pass yards a game. You better I think be they're better middle. Better. Yeah. Right. Well, like what I'm saying is their, their run defense and pass defense isn't, you know, worse in the league. It's just their pass defense. Well, um, that's what I'm saying. You know, as a Rams team that they love running end arounds to Robert Woods and short intermediate passes to him and Cooper Cup. Well, that's what McVeigh does. Is he's so yeah. good
1: at they don't have like that Todd Gurley MVP talent in the backfield anymore, mm-hmm. but they can, they scheme it open. They make it yeah. happen through a very, through, you know, other ways of establishing a run game. It's similar to what yeah. Shanahan does in San Fran.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, like, they don't have,
1: they don't have any elite running backs, but they, they scheme it up. They make it work.
0: Yeah. Last points on that. Or are you ready to move on?
1: No, I just think, L.A. needs Aaron Donald to be Aaron Donald and really yep. disrupt the pass game. L.A. is not winning this game if it turns into a shootout, which I'm sure is what Seattle is banking on. Like, they know yep. damn well that they are probably not
0: going to lose a shootout. I think I saw the stat. It was like of the 82 safeties that have played, like Jamal Adams is ranked like 78th, something like that. that in pass coverage? Yeah, or just in general, I think.
1: It can't be that low because I know he's like the, one of like the highest graded safeties in terms of like blitzing. It's probably overall, it's probably his pass coverage. I mean, well, they also don't ever ask him. For quite yeah. coverage, like yeah,
0: it it was never his like you know it's never his expertise. Always you didn't bring
1: Jamal Adams in like Jamal yeah. Adams
0: is not the Earl Thomas type of safety. He's much
1: more yeah. of a camp Chancellor type. Yeah, playing up in the box, trying to stop the run. They're using him because so. they need to develop a pass rush somehow. Yeah, still I, yikes. It, 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 the question for Seattle just turns into. I think if Seattle can generate some sort of pass rush, if that's the only thing they can do defensively this season, that might be all they need.
0: Well, I mean, it's that's how you help out struggling secondaries. You make things comfortable for your quarterback. (laughs) Definitely possible against Jared Goff. You just you don't know if you're gonna get like Jared Goff getting the ball out of his hands in, you know, less than three seconds and going like eleven of fourteen for 120 yards, or if you're gonna get, you know, Jared Goff holding on to it for three, four seconds and then going like six of ten. With
1: a Jared Goff, like 54, 51 type of game. You're not expecting that one. Oh,
0: God, no, I don't know. I don't know what to expect from Jared Goff. No. Um, Last game <laughs> on our month. What? Actually a good game. Thursday yeah. night. I, night. I know this must be killing you. Um, wait, you I mean, hey, I'm happy with a good Thursday yeah. night game. It's a, it's a divisional rivalry. Um, And it is usually one that is rough. AFC South, very hit or miss um but this one's working out great this is you know the the first of the matchup between these two which are gonna the two favorites the only two teams that are gonna make the playoffs out of this division indianapolis coming in at five and three off of you think houston of, and jacksonville aren't gonna make it no i know they're not been <laughs> and then all the hot takes
1: here on second floor sports
0: <laughs> tennessee coming in at six and two uh the matchup to watch is one of the best defenses in the league uh in indianapolis and then one of the best running backs in the league and there. Arguably the best pure rusher in the NFL today, Derrick Henry. I mean I, I I'd say I'd say I I said that a couple of weeks ago. I'd say him and Dalvin Cook are battling it. Nick Chubb. Yeah. Went Chubb when healthy is in there absolutely. Yeah. I like I said arguably we're not here to yeah. debate yeah. who is the best
1: pure runner in the league, but are you sure you don't want to. Derrick Henry's obviously in that conversation. If that's if Derrick Henry's not on that list for you, turn the podcast off. Yeah, actually, no, you don't. don't do
0: that. Actually, no, no, so. don't do that. Actually, just skip to when we have the ad in a little exactly. bit. Exactly. Are we <laughs> selling out already? Jesus. Yeah, yeah, whatever. No, no but I,
1: I think the big matchup because obviously, I, it's like Derrick Henry is it's almost not even a matchup because, like, you know damn well they're going to give Derrick Henry 20 to 25 touches. They're going to run the ball with Derrick Henry. Like, last week, he only had sixty eight. Yeah, 68 yards hmm. last week, no touchdown. On 21 carries but that's what like sometimes that's gonna happen but also derrick henry more often than not is gonna is gonna bust one at the very least you know that's the scary thing about derrick henry relax (laughs) that's the scary thing about derrick henry is like he's he's not getting tired by the fourth quarter yeah like you're getting tired because you've had to spend your whole day trying to tackle derrick henry Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and eventually he's gonna break a long run that's kind of the way he does it i
0: I don't remember the, their their backup's name, but they honestly have been using him a little more than last season just to conserve Derrick Henry you know, for the end because, because last t- year
1: the Titans had to win out to make the playoffs, I believe, or win like three yeah. of the
0: last four or something. And they're like, all right, well, we just got to feed Derrick Henry. They're in a much better position. Yeah, they had the like playoffs. 200 yards every game.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, except
0: for obviously the game that he had like 50 yards and I lost in fantasy because of that. Mm, anyway, um, because yeah, sometimes, and he's obviously a much better running back than Marshawn Lynch is, but you know, if you can stop him, he turns into kind of like pick up three, four yards a game. And if you can keep him fresh enough like he'll rip off a sixty-yard run at some point in the game. It's it's not it's not if it's when. Um, exactly. But, you know it didn't happen this game. It's. So it's defense is really when. good.
1: When is he gonna embarrass some defensive yeah. back who tries to meet him in the hole?
0: Yeah, uh, I, I think the, the, the key for this game, again, not not a, not a scorching hot take here for Indy. You just have to sell out on stopping the run. Your corners are good enough. You just you got to make Tannehill as uncomfortable as possible um, because you know these receivers for Tennessee all of a sudden are really good. Um, that was always the issue for them is that they had a good run game, they had a pretty good defense, they couldn't really figure out the quarterback, and they had no receivers. Right, it was only Corey Davis. Now you have AJ Brown, Corey Davis, and John. AJ Brown's which, got
1: a score in four or five straight games, I think. Yeah, now? Four,
0: I think four of five and five overall since coming off the interlifts. yeah, since coming off of yeah. Um, and you know, I mean, it's again, you have really good corners. In Indy, you got to just sell out on stopping that because, you know, it's, yeah, it's rough. This is a good Titans team. It's just their, their yeah. defense is garbage. Well, the
1: encouraging thing for the Titans, their pass rush kind of came back to life against the Bears last week, obviously against yeah. a much less talented Bears offensive line yeah. and much just generally worse Bears yeah. offense. I think they had like team. 12 pressures, which is the high watermark for them on the season. Indy's got a much better offensive line than Chicago does. So I think that's kind of the matchup I'm looking at. The Colts have only allowed seven sacks all season long. We're into mm-hmm. week 10. I'm not sure if that's in the tops in the league, but I would imagine it's got to be up there.
0: Yeah.
1: I and mean, obviously, you know, you have to protect Phillip Rivers. It's not like he's going to buy you a whole lot of time moving around outside the pocket. I think if the Titans pass rush actually found something against Chicago, they go back to being one of the scarier teams in the AFC.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, this this is- is,
1: we know we know what Tennessee's looking to do. Run the ball, not even build up a big lead, but get ahead early. Mm-hmm. force you into passing down and so then turn their pass rush
0: pass yeah pass rush loose mm-hmm. there we go <laughs> that was about uh n- n- next year we got we have you know a very complicated name Match-up matchups for- to watch and i left it very vague because i'm not saying they're good games but at least some of them have some sort of storyline that you're gonna want to yeah. look at um we'll, we'll start with um, we'll continue with our trash 1 p.m slate because the football gets a little better as you go deeper into the day on Sunday um, Tampa Bay coming in at six and three Carolina at three and six I put this here the only reason it's really interesting is because Tampa Bay needs a huge bounce back game and Carolina is kind of the
1: only reason it's interesting yeah, though yeah
0: Carolina's not a good team they're three and six but They've played a little better than we expected to up to this season, which, which isn't is they're not saying anything. It's not, not saying trash.
1: anything. They're not yeah. like
0: bottom tier,
1: but they're like, what? Second to bottom? Yeah. Like All right. So they're not like either New York team. They're not Jacksonville. They're not Houston. Yeah. They're like literally
0: the next tier up. They're like, they're like, they're like Patriots, like tier. Patriots, where it's like, Chargers, like. Yeah. Where it's bad, like these these teams, teams could be, these teams could be a little better, but they're not. And we know they're not. Exactly um personally huge huge
1: uh fantasy wise i'm literally playing the guys i our fantasy league matthias and i share are that we're both in our main league Uh very competitive i think yeah eight team i think only two teams have been eliminated so far
0: just just eric and john right yeah yeah two teams two teams teams have been eliminated you're right so there are eight teams fighting for four playoff spots right now basically everyone needs to win we have we have a one in seven team or one and eight team another like a two and six something like that two four and four teams and four then and the five. rest are what four, four and five and, five and, and the five rest and four, yeah, yeah. The, the four and five and then the rest are in contention it's yeah. but it's I'm, I'm playing the guy who's got mccaffrey
1: this week needing a win yeah. they both need a win but i'm playing the guy with mccaffrey and i've got mike davis so
0: <laughs> um i think uh, i saw a stat it was like teddy bridgewater I think it's second in like turnover worthy plays, which take that with a grain of salt. It's just I mean turnover, yeah. but yeah, it's it's PFF. Um, you can't not they're not going <laughs> to not to hit. If they the support
1: parkour. my previously held ideas?
0: Then yeah, they're a great website. I, I like them for the most part, but you know, it, it's like any stat, you gotta you know you gotta judge you gotta, it. Um, exactly. And Teddy Bridgewater ranks second, I think, which is you know game manager, not going to set the world on fire, it just is needs to protect the ball first. No, I think Mahomes is first mm-hmm really Pretty nuts yeah i have to i gotta double check that uh, but of course that i don't pay, for PFF. Right. I don't yeah, pay no, for pff yeah absolutely not so. <laughs> um next game on this list uh charges coming in at two and six at miami who is five and three yeah um, <laughs> you know i i think and this charges... game doesn't,
1: it's not it's not about the actual like on-field matchup that uh-huh. kind of excites me about this game. It's literally just the Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert. <laughs>
0: Justin <Turbert. laughs>
1: Justin <Turbert>. Justin <laughs> Herbert versus Tua. I just think that's going to be a really yeah. fun quarterback matchup. It's the kind of AFC matchup that looks like we're going to be seeing for a long time. There are, yeah. just like thinking about this game, there are a lot of good young quarterbacks in the NFL right now.
0: It is the a very exciting hands.
1: time. I, literally, yeah, the league. I mean, Herbert, Tua, Joe Burrow is, I was talking with Josh about this actually. Joe Burrow is already like, on the same tier as baker mayfield if not better yeah just kind of fine and baker's i'm not that's not meant to be like a knock on baker i think baker just, clearly Burrow's is a really good, good starting quarterback again Hello, but joe burrow is a really talented player i still think herbert's probably gonna be rookie of the year he's the minus 120 yeah. favorite as of this morning i saw
0: mm-hmm.
1: if he can come out and hang with the Dolphins and the Dolphins defense, which is really good this season. That looks great for Justin Herbert and looks great for the chargers. Even if the chargers don't end up winning this game, which honestly it probably would help them to not win.
0: Yeah. At this point, I mean, their season is basically done. Um, They're not going to make it coming out of that division. Um, but, you know, they can play spoilers. You got to... Also, the thing you know. got to remember, too, is Austin Eckler's been gone almost the entire yeah. season. They don't even starting know... Running back. They don't even know what his, like, injury... His,
1: what his timeline looks like yet.
0: Yeah, it was just a bad hamstring injury, and they were like, we don't know when he's coming back. Like, I've got, him in, I just, I got like, him
1: in one league, and I was like, i had him on my IR since week mm-hmm. two or week three or whatever it was, and I was kind of looking... They hadn't checked on him in forever. I just figured, you know, I'll activate yeah, it whenever yeah. he gets back. And I was like, what the hell's going on with Austin Eckler? Just kind of like did some yeah. research. They still have no clue when he's coming. Yeah.
0: Back. They, and they haven't announced anything. And Justin Jackson is, he, he got banged up. Yeah. I don't he know he what exactly. Mashed his knee, is. I think, something like that. Apparently it wasn't very good. But yeah. I mean, they're down to their, their third running back. Um, yeah. Other than that, there's not much to watch here. But, you know, yeah. each game is just like, you know, got to, is Miami for real? This is not going to see it.
1: We'll just see if Tua continues off his strong performance last week. I mean, it wasn't lighting the world on fire by any means, but Mm -hmm. 20 of 28, two touchdowns, no picks, 35 yards on the ground. Like
0: not a bad chargers. Almost 300,
1: almost 300 all purpose yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Yeah. Daniel Jones puts up that stat line. I am like dancing around the living room.
0: Yeah. Well, the, the no turnovers, you know,
1: exactly. Hey, he didn't have any turnovers last week. First start. Like, I think it's the second career start with no turnovers.
0: I have a uh, I, I put out a poll on Twitter about Daniel Jones that I want to run by you later. I um, not see it. I guess not. I don't know. Uh, I put it out a couple of days ago. Baltimore next game uh, Sunday Night Football. Baltimore coming in at six and two. New England at three and five. It'll this probably would not be a close game. The only you know some interesting things for me is Baltimore and New England have a rivalry, so it always makes it more interesting. And it being Sunday Night Football is fun. And then just Belichick versus Lamar. Other than hey, that, but- I. Ugh. i just saw what i put in the rundown i think a
1: patriots win in this game would be almost as surprising as a jets win last monday would have been
0: i this no, is a I
1: terrible disagree. patriots team like is there any other way to put it they're not terrible
0: they needed a game-winning field they're goal bad. to beat the
1: jets they needed they're a ba- game-winning field goal to beat the
0: 0-8 jets i think they're bad i don't think they're terrible defend defend the patriots I just think, I think it's a it, when, when you get to that level when it's bad versus terrible it's just is a team capable of being good they're capable of being good how do they need a game winning field goal against the Jets I don't That's know in, I mean, a Bill Belichick Buffalo, team Buffalo coming out 1 that, by that six, dude I mean dude Buffalo one by six like it, it, that happens to teams I'm not saying New England's as good as Buffalo but I'm saying again they're a team that is capable of at least being I think
1: decent. this is a prime example of a guy who's never had to watch bad football yeah maybe not like. Look, I, I'm speaking as an expert and watching terrible football here. The Pats are really bad, like really, really bad.
0: six-win so like team, seven-win team. Coming
1: in, you think so? Yeah. Who do they beat?
0: It's the worst. Team. they have
1: the second worst team in the division.
0: Yeah, they have, they have three wins right now. They can still win another game against the Jets. They can split. They can grab one between Rams. Um, Niners. The Rams? What? They can grab one between Rams, Niners no rams someone else like they still play the texans um, that's probably a win yeah um they can probably grab one against miami or buffalo probably i don't think so possible possible possible, possible. is it they're not house beating buffalo i okay i, I don't i don't want to run down the whole schedule right now with you i just think they can pick up three more wins in the next 7 weeks i wouldn't be so confident about that um the ravens only minus 7 which was interesting um, and Ravens okay.
1: aren't well the, I think the reason boy they're boy. only minus seven is because the Ravens offense isn't smoking people nearly the way they were last yeah. year Marquise Brown has taken a significant step back did you see his tweet after last oh week? yeah yeah why you sold hey
0: why have soldiers if you're not going to use
1: them I mean he's kind of right like his target share his average depth of target is all way down from last year I think obviously not I think obviously a big part of that is Lamar's slight regression and not even slight regression is regression from being the MVP of the league that was to be expected mm-hmm. It put it's I I think the encouraging thing if you're a Ravens fan is they're still more or less the same team they were last year. Like this is still
0: one of the best teams in the in the league. Yeah. They, yeah, we gotta we gotta pump the brakes a little bit, you know.
1: Like is Lamar having a worried because they're less a high than level impressive team. season? Yeah, absolutely. Are they still missing that signature win that we've talked about so many times on the show? Yes, absolutely. Still know how to run the ball. Lamar Jackson is still Lamar Jackson, still that game-breaking talent. Their defense is better than it was last season. Like I'm still it just comes back to the same thing for me every time with Baltimore. It's can they beat Kansas City? Is really what it's gonna come down to, I think. Yeah.
0: Well, at this point, can, can they, they beat, can they beat
1: uh Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. too? Yeah, I was yeah, actually literally as it came out of my mouth, I was like, actually Pittsburgh would probably be a bigger yeah. win for them in the division. But at the <laughs> same token though, like Pittsburgh is probably not they're probably not gonna catch Pittsburgh unless the Steelers just kind of like collapse here. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I mean, I'm not saying schedule, I think the Steelers are going to 16-0, obviously, but I'm saying, like,
0: yeah. like,
1: Pittsburgh looks like
0: the real deal. Yeah. I mean, outside of the Ravens, there's not a clear game that Pittsburgh might lose. Yeah. I think they probably lose one more game other than the Ravens game, at least. But, yeah, they have a cakewalk schedule to end it. Yeah. um next game San fran coming in at four and five at new orleans six and two this is right i don't even know if i would have thrown this in my tier two you put this
1: in while i was well working and looking at like some some other article or something and i was like ah
0: i don't the know only the only reason i do the only reason i put it in is because new orleans gets mike thomas back last week they start rounding into shape i'm interested again against a super banged up San fran team which i don't might even loot. think
1: bang, banged up i don't even think yeah. it's the right word like it, like the it's, hospital their, it's team.
0: literally their c team it's their c team yeah um you know the saints start rounding out into form into the team that we thought they were i mean they they, they did last week when they absolutely demolished the bucks uh but that's the reason i had it in there because i didn't think it was an awful game but this Niners team has nothing like they mm. don't have anyone that's going to win them a game again i said it's a matchup to watch
1: didn't say it's a good one I, w- I wouldn't even have put this in, in this, in tier two here, but that's, we'll okay. agree to disagree. Uh, last one. is this- Bears, Sunday night.
0: How many yards is Dalvin Cook going for? That's kind of the only yeah. question I got. Here's crazy, here's the crazy stat for you. Um, he, against an eight man box, he has a 90.5 yeah. grade. That is first in the league, which is obvious. And it's the best since AP, who won a VP that season, did in 2012.
1: <laughs> well, I was going to bring that up. Dalvin cook is the first running back to even be in the MVP conversation. Probably since AP that year. i I was trying to like, I had McCaffrey last season, like got some, yeah. Got some noise, but it was always, it's. I, Once Lamar started taking over, he was out. Well, it's also like, if there's a quarterback that's cooking like that a running backs, never going to win yeah. MVP. And mm-hmm. currently I think Russ is, you know, we're kind of in the same situation with the Russ. If Russell Wilson keeps balling out the way we both said he was going to. I it's his. I think right now it's Russell Russell Wilson's award to lose. And if anything, his garbage
0: pass defense is probably helping his case. I think it, him and him and Mahomes at this point are duking it out because Mahomes has a twenty five. Mahomes to been one. cooking lately. He's got one interception to twenty five touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, See, that's why the turnover that can't be right. I. Maybe it's not. Who knows? <laughs> but it, <laughs> that's it, it's higher line. than you would. It's higher than you would expect. Um. Uh, a couple notes on this game before we move on. I really don't have much interest in talking about it. Yeah. Still don't <laughs> think Chicago's good. I don't think. Uh, I don't think uh, the Vikings are good. But I uh, still, yeah, still was <laughs> yeah. Um. This is a good old fashioned Jesus Christ quarterback matchup. And when I say that, I mean it's not in a good way. Two quarterbacks that you're like, bro. Why are you not better? Like you should be. I thought like, how can ah, it be this bad? I know you're really, like. I see that with Kirk
1: Cousins, but with nick Foles, 37 year old journeyman backup that guy they, do you expect
0: him to be better no i expect him to be a little better in this offense okay let me rephrase it i he should they have pieces on offense they have at least some they have a piece okay well montgomery isn't terrible it's not great he's um, uh, what what is dave montgomery other than a mid-tier run, like a perfectly average okay, no. running back He's, he's, an average, you have an average running back. You have a legit number one receiver. And then you have a couple of other receivers. I think
1: Allen Robinson's your only like
0: legitimate, really piece. legit piece, but they should like, they should be able to produce more than based on 12, what though, 15. what have we ever, what have we seen from
1: this bears offense in the last three years that would lead you to believe oh, that
0: I didn't say that the Jesus Christ thing is like, you know, warranted or has stats to back it up, but it's just like, bro, why is this team not better? You know, because well, of the Bears and they suck, but <laughs> I think the conversation about Matt Nagy's seat getting hot has got to start at some point. Yeah, yeah. like if they miss, is the playoffs, Mitch I mean,
1: terrible? Yes, but like it, it, as a head coach, it's still your job to like make yeah. your players better. Obviously, Absolutely. and Mitch Trubisky is not not literally has not improved a bit
0: in the NFL. Yeah,
1: it, it's it's he makes the these same mistakes teams, he made his rookie year.
0: With these two teams, it's it's a vicious cycle, right? For the Vikings, it's uh it's usually. Pretty solid defense. Really good running back. Quarter like they're a quarterback away, right now. Their defense is bad. They have a really good running back. Decent pieces on offense. And you're paying Kirk 10, eighty million dollars. Yeah, for the Bears, it's you know they don't have that defense they had two years ago. But their quarterback sucks. They have potential to have at least a solid offense. Again, yeah. potential to have a solid.
1: Potential, but again, like nothing has significantly yeah. changed personnel wise in the last three years. Is that Allen no. Robinson's been there? Cordero Patterson's been there. This is Montgomery's second season. Like Patterson, this is Patterson's second year, I think, because he was with the Patriots before. I thought, yeah, that's that's what I said. Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. But <laughs> Cordero Patterson's not changing your offense. He's a fun yeah. little piece. He's not yeah. like turning your offense around in any regard. Absolutely. Enough on that game. Yeah. Tier three, he, tier three slash tier four. We'll kind of run through these. Yeah. yeah. Three
0: Eagles, three I giants. Have detailed- uh, we'll, only, we'll only separate it because names you know like sure. tier three being record like record wise they're close but again if you don't have anyone in fantasy you have your favorite team you're not gonna watch this uh, I'm i'll let you play. start this one off and then i'll ask i, I hate one. when the giants play at one o'clock man like it just it's ruins I mean, your day
1: it just literally it really does ruin you're my not gonna day. take a na- yeah then you, you can i've got to stay up court. for the whole game but then it's like yeah. but then I, admit, I don't want to nap because we actually have good games at four o'clock yeah it's rough like I've got to watch the Giants honestly hopefully, hopefully lose to Philly. I mm-hmm. the Giants need to start losing games.
0: Yeah. Or continue losing Two games. Two is like, too many at this point, honestly. It is.
1: I'm very worried about the Giants like backing their way into winning the NFC East.
0: <laughs> I am. It's not gonna take more than four or five wins. Philly kind of they don't clinch the division, but they put themselves in a good spot if they win this game. The Giants can't win this game. It cannot happen. Sheesh. Blow oh, it like literally, yeah. blow like boot this game, punt it oh, you away. Saw the, you saw the Jets do it against the Patriots. You know, fuck. that's what the Giants need to be doing. Put 12 minutes, Jets, uh, Jets had to know what they were doing there. Yeah, they were like, oh, All right, guys, Joe doing. Flacco up by up by a touchdown, bro, throw it deep. Like, <laughs> we'll say though,
1: lots of fun watching Joe Flacco torture the Patriots again. Is he lots is he of elite? fun? Is he elite? Gotta have the conversation.
0: Uh, next game, Washington coming in at two and six. Detroit at three and five. Again, they're that, close. That's the closest wise.
1: one PM kickoff we've got. <laughs>
0: like, I, I literally, I literally, like, I could not care less about this game. There's nothing interesting there to watch. Besides, does Alex Smith make it out of the game? Unfortunately, you know, like, Whoa, yeah, sure. rough. Well, <laughs> you know, it's let's pretty, not even go. Let's not even go there. I mean, it. it you know, it's pretty. Uh, right, do Not listen to me. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not. I mean, it, it's pretty. It was interesting. Don't like, go there. Um, Why are you going there? Kyle Allen messed up his foot. Like Why basically. are you going there? All right. Next game. You're just sicko. Jesus Christ. I'm not a sicko. I'm just uh, I'm just saying, you know.
1: I said let's not go the there. Wrapped
0: up, but I, I hope he makes it through the Stop season. Stop talking like this. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> this is this is probably the best game from this uh from this slate. Not saying much, but Denver coming in at three and five, Vegas at five and three. Is Vegas on to something? I mean, they're they're right there in the mix for. for I honestly, I think Las Vegas has settled back
1: into more or less what we expected from them this season. A solid team, nothing really special. I'd love to see them get Henry rubs more involved. I don't understand why he's not getting the target. He's not getting more targets. Like, Mm -hmm. I get that he's. I don't know if he's a super polished route runner at this point in his NFL career, but like, when you've got a dude who is like that fast, get him the damn ball. Yeah. Like, find Get ways the ball to in space and ball into his hands. Give him some jet sweeps. Give him some screens. Like, I, it's like the way Cleveland used Odell last year is just a deep yep. threat. Like, that's just wasting his talent.
0: Yeah.
1: And there's no doubt in my mind that Henry Ruggs is, like, actually NFL fast. It's not just a fast 40. Like, he is He is that type of fast. Like, we watched how it, is, it's,
0: What is his three-cone time? That's my only question. Shit, I don't know.
1: Get Henry Ruggs the ball, guys. Like... I understand that Derek Carr is not, you know, not the all pro quarterback. We saw what in 2016, 2017, whatever year that was. Mm -hmm. Let's get Henry Ruggs the ball. Just try it. Josh Jacobs also has kind of slowed down, but it all kind of plays back into that point. Like the Raiders are solid, you know, six seed, seven seed. Maybe you get the right matchup in the first round. They can make some noise. I'll read you their
0: schedule. Denver, Kansas city, Atlanta, the jets, Indy, Chargers, Miami, Denver, right? They split against Denver, probably. That Losed could only be like two losses, honestly. Yeah, they could be. Um, it, it, you know, I three if you count them splitting to Denver, probably losing to the Colts and then losing to the Chiefs. Like they, they can back themselves into a into a playoff. Not I mean, even backing, and they could end up in that that actual wild card spot. I think yeah. it's very possible. Uh, next game in this tier before we get to the the last tier, uh, Houston coming in at two and six, the Browns at five and three. <sighs> Only question here is, does Cleveland have a shot for a playoff uh, spot, or are they toast? Nick Chubb's back this week. They're not, week? To- they're they're not, not toast to- yet.
1: And the Brown have you seen the Browns? Yeah, they have that- an easy schedule. The Browns they have, have an a easy disgustingly easy schedule. Yeah. Well, hold up, I gotta actually read this out because it like doesn't even make sense how easy the Browns' schedule well, was. That's what we way.
0: keep talking about this season. Is just like why, like you know, are we gonna learn anything about the Browns this season? Probably not. Texans, like
1: Texans this week. Texans this week. Philly next week. Mm-hmm. The Jags. The Titans, probably an L. The Ravens, probably an L. Then they got the Giants and the Jets back-to-back weeks. Mm-hmm. And then they end against the Steelers team that might very well be resting their starters at that yeah. point. Which is on, you have, I know, presumably the Steelers. there's only one. There's not, only one. Very only possible one the Steelers maybe. have locked up a first-round bye at that point. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Or if they By have. The By token,
1: it's possible they need to play. I, it literally yeah. is all going to be Last week for the Browns is yeah. going to come down to whether or not the Steelers have locked up their position yet.
0: Yeah, absolutely. If the
1: Steelers have the first round by locked, they're obviously not playing their starters. Mm-hmm. And if they're not able to clinch the first round by either, either way, by or not, if the Steelers have their playoff spot locked up at that point, I can't imagine they play their starters, yeah. maybe a quarter. Mm-hmm. Point um, being, I would not at all call the Browns toast because those are, okay. it's very possible the Browns finish 11 wins, I'd say. Yeah. And I, seriously, let's say they loo- and they lose, and two. Of, they lose to the Ravens and the Steelers. Let's say you beat yeah. the Titans. Which I think I think it's winnable.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think
1: the Titans and the Browns are very similar. It is worth noting.
0: It is worth noting we haven't seen the Browns play a normal game without OBJ yet because that one game against the Raiders where it was just the wind bowl, like. But they also haven't been playing. Problem. They
1: haven't been playing with Nick Chubb, and they
0: yeah stayed about five hundred. They just honestly just use Kareem Hunt as a receiver from
1: here on out. Well, but now that Nick Chubb is back, they can yeah, get back to what what their, what's Stefanski's like overall game plan was. Mm-hmm. Run the ball with Nick Chubb, work Kareem Hunt in as a passing down back. You're not looking to light the world on fire offensively. That's the same thing Stefanski did in Minnesota with with mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook.
0: Yep. Um, last year don't televise it. Just tell us the scores after. Um, we'll do one point and then we'll move on. Uh, Jacksonville, one and seven. Green Bay, six and two. I good? think the... Yeah, I kind of just... I had to burp halfway through there <laughs> and decide not to let it out. Uh, I think the only question in this is how much does Green Bay win by? I just need Aaron Rodgers to pop off. Okay. I, I could use a nice DJ Shark game. Um, <laughs> Different teams, since- for sure. DJ Shark.
1: Oh, I thought, you were, I thought you were talking about like in relation to Aaron Rodgers. I was like, no, no, on the same team. But <laughs> cool.
0: Um, uh, Cincinnati coming in at two five and one. Pittsburgh at eight and zero. And just uh, a fun test
1: for Joe Burrow. Yeah, fun test for Joe. One
0: of the best defenses in the league. I mean, I hope, I hope he doesn't just like he will get demolished in this game. But it's fun to watch the number one overall pick against an undefeated team. That's it. Exactly. All right, that's all I got. Yeah. Power rankings and best bets. We'll start with our bets. I have Seattle plus one and a half. Um, surprised it's that close, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm surprised of the underdogs, honestly. Um, Pittsburgh minus seven, um, which yeah. I was surprised is <laughs> that low, honestly. And then the Browns minus three and a half. I, I think it's a bad Houston team. The only thing that concerns me is that Houston likes airing the ball out because that's basically the only thing they can do. That
1: is the big reason I stayed away from that Browns one. Yeah.
0: Actually, I was considering it,
1: but I could, I could definitely see a scenario in which Deshaun Watson tears up a terrible Browns defense. Yeah. And we end up in a close game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I'm taking Baltimore minus seven. Mm-hmm. I don't think that game's going to be particularly close. Uh, Buffalo plus two. Something definitely jumped out to me. And then the Dolphins minus two and a half. I like. Uh, I'm also taking a parlay here. Whoa. Kyler over 45 and a half rushing yards with a touchdown. I like that. I think that if, if the Cardinals are going to be competitive, Kyler's going to run the ball like that. He had over 100 rushing yards last week yeah i think he's had two games over 100 rushing yards mm-hmm. if i'm
0: not mistaken sounds right take the over there uh real quick we'll go through our power rankings it is it is this what took you tough. a minute. yeah um we both have steelers chiefs one and two yep i, um, I don't know how else, i
1: don't know who else you could have there
0: yeah i i put saints question mark at three i don't think the saints are the number three team um, I honestly so would probably I because I forgot to change it when you were pressuring me into taking out my six team. I, I had the Titans you, at the back. You can't have a top five and sixteen. Like, come on, I, the people deserve that. That's why I took it out. That's why I took it out. Um, I honestly Saints, Packers, Seahawks, interchangeable for me. Yeah, I
1: mean that's close. So Steelers Chiefs like, one, two.
0: Bills can I think Bills, Titans Bills are at, just a hair. I put the them.
1: Bills at three. Now you put the Bills at four. The Seahawks at four. I might switch that. I'm looking okay. at that now.
0: Ah, so why didn't you switch yeah. it, huh? Yeah. At least I don't
1: put six teams in there.
0: <laughs> Sorry, you know I'm not good with that.
1: Steelers, Chiefs, Bills, Seahawks, Saints. The Bucks fall out after back to back, just miserable weeks. Yeah, absolutely. I mean they're... the Ravens are right there too. Like the Ravens are right there. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can make a case for Ravens over Saints, probably.
0: Power rankings should be like an eight. It should be at this point, it's like eight teams.
1: The because there's five. no,
0: there's no, like what we learned last week is that there is no clear cut number one. Like the Steelers are the, the best players. team record wise, but you know, they struggled against Dallas and needed a game winning touchdown against one of the worst. Teams I think in the Steelers league. got caught looking past yeah. Dallas is really I, I, I think so happened. too. The Chiefs have a loss, but I no one's worried about them. The Seahawks have now two losses, and it's like their defense is bad. You know, defense is like you know?
1: historically bad.
0: Yeah, the Saints is kind of like the big question mark because they haven't had their best receiver and maybe the best receiver well, in the league. But
1: they're they're still hanging around.
0: Yeah. Like if
1: Michael Thomas, I don't know what true breeze look like, like. Snap percentage. I don't know what his snap percentages were last week. Mm-hmm. I don't
0: know if he was playing his usual workload. Well, they also were blowing them out, so there was no need. Exactly, um, and the Packers, you know, it's you know, you got questions. You got blown out by the Bucks. Um, Big time. All right. Uh, blew M- M- what? Blew out the Bucks. No, no, the Bucks blew out the Packers, and then the Saints blew out. The Bucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, let's talk some MLB because. Yeah. That- it didn't Hell take yeah. very long for it to stay away. That's kind of the thing, right? The NBA was quiet for very little. We knew this was going to be a thing. The MLB well, kind of just same, kicking same up some the noise. NBA for uh, yeah, next yeah. segment. So,
1: and we can start with the AL Cy Young. I mean, there really uh-huh. isn't a whole lot to talk about here. Shane Bieber won it unanimously. Could I, I don't know if I could have told you unanimous. I could have told you Shane Bieber was going to win the AL Cy Young. I don't know. Like – you just there's always going to be some dickhead yeah. who like doesn't want to just fucking vote like for, someone like some one asshole vote. who didn't
0: vote for Derek Jeter to yeah, yeah. The ball, I was gonna like, say someone that, the the only asshole even like even like uh uh what's his name the the barstool the Red Sox guy uh Jerry, Karabas. yeah yeah Karabas. he was like he was like bro I hate the Yankees more than anyone but like this is ridiculous
1: like it's true like <laughs> exactly like but Shane Bieber was unanimous first since Clayton Kershaw's yeah. 2014 Cy Young Award I mean he won the pitching triple crown. He's the best pitcher in the American league literally the entire season fastest ever to 100 strikeouts took him 62 and a third innings that's <laughs> stupid 41.1 percent strikeout rate highest ever
0: I mean like there's there really what do you, what board do you want yeah. to say like fair to say um not surprised but like you know like ple- like pleasantly surprised that it was unanimous because you're like yeah there'll always be so he much. deserves it but yeah, I uh, still had guys. a great
1: time lighting him up in the wild card series. That was a lot of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Hey, you all went golfing at the end. Yeah, went exactly. <laughs> yeah, we, we were waiting for you guys. So yeah. Um, uh, next one, a little more debate. Like but <laughs> really, yeah, There was a little one. more debate, which is not much. Um, you know, it's no no knock on DeGrom, who still led the NL in strikeouts. I made a calm 40 bucks on that. Very Congrats. Nice. Um, at, and led in strikeouts per nine. The only thing, the only real like thing that might have pushed it back to Grom's way was the fact that Grom faced a lot more, you know, a lot better hitting. There was but, something to be
1: said about that. Is that Trevor Bauer? Uh, yes. The NL Central was terrible. Well, not yes. terrible
0: offensively. Like literally the worst offensive division in the National League. Yeah, but but also Bauer led Degrom by like 20 points in the ERA. Well, I just like, look
1: at where Bauer led the league: ERA, yeah. ERA plus WHIP. Opponent's average shutouts. He was second to Degrom in strikeouts, second in Ks per nine. I mean, yeah, there it's had hard, to be kind of hard to make a case for Degrom there.
0: There had they had to basically be tied in everything, which it wasn't far off for it to really be a case. Um, the big thing, the only disappointing thing, is that Degrom just barely misses out on its third consecutive Cy Young. Only, but then you look Greg at Maddox and Randy Johnson have done it. I'm, su- I'm surprised Pedro never won three straight. Actually,
1: that was yeah. the one guy I kind of would have expected to see there. But I mean, like. You really can't make a case for Degrom.
0: You, you, no, it's hard. No, you really it's can't.
1: Borderline impossible. And Trevor got twenty-seven out of the thirty-first place votes.
0: Yeah, like there was, there was nothing. Like it wasn't, there wasn't no one's like. And also, Degrom. I, it's nitpicky and it's close, but Degrom had that one stinker
1: in September, yeah. like last start in September. He gave up like two runs in, or three runs in two innings, which isn't against the
0: Raiders terrible. Raiders, but when
1: yeah, not a terrible start, but like they yeah, pulled no. him and it jacked his ERA way up, and that was a difference maker.
0: No, absolutely. Um, again, like the Gram ended up having a 238 ERA compared to a 173 ERA. Like I'm going through all them here. Like whip for Bauer was 795 Degrom was 956. Like if that's those big, were, wow, that's a big yeah, gap. Well, it was that one stinker that just really pushed it away. You know, if it was a virtual tie at that point, then you're like, Okay, like you can you can start having a conversation about you know the teams they face, and also I know, in a
1: full like season, that one bad start probably gets erased with another you know hundred yeah. games for DeGram to get back to his usual numbers. But we didn't have a full season; it was sixty yeah. games.
0: I now that we have time to kind of let this you know like let this breathe. I know I didn't put this on the rundown, but you know how much I love just springing things on you. Put I'm it on still looking at
1: that two thirty deadline that you had to get out of here by. So choose your words yeah. carefully.
0: No, all I'm going to say, do you look at the season with an asterisk no, at all? No. Okay. Well, I look now, at the I, overall
1: season with an asterisk, just that it was entirely different than anything we've ever yeah, seen. It doesn't, but, it doesn't yeah. take away from anything that happened, except for okay. the fact that the Yankees didn't win the World Series. That's why I look at it with an asterisk. That's fair.
0: I mean, the Mets didn't win the World <laughs> Series, so obviously the season doesn't count. You know Exactly. Um, no, I agree. 100%. If you look at the legal games played, the Yankees won. I agree 100%. We, we said at the beginning of the season we would have to look at – you know if there were no COVID cases ever and it was kind of just like a, everyone had the same chances, it'd be fine. But like, there was so much shit that happened, like tip of the cap, like,
1: but it's like um, everyone's, everyone's playing in the same circumstances. So you
0: can't,
1: you can't selectively apply an asterisk to the Dodgers. If anything, like their world series was the hardest, like it's the same thing that we saw in the NBA with guys being like, I've never had to like be more locked in mentally. I've never had a more mentally difficult season than this Mm -hmm. most recent one. Like it, Took, yeah. It took a whole extra level of preparation to be a world series champion this year. Mm-hmm. And we I mean, for the Dodger NBA, said,
0: fuck it, we don't care. We're still going to win the world series, yeah. but I mean, for the NBA, you know, also, you know, they didn't drug test them. That's also, <laughs> yeah. another, cha- that's also another challenge, you know, <laughs> um, uh, a couple other things in the MLB. Um, I want to talk about the Steve Cohen presser just a little bit. Um, we can talk a bit, for a little bit about, it. I'm very happy uh, to talk about it. I, the, uh, there were two opt-ins. Gaussman and Stroman both opting in. The Stroman one was interesting um, because that is the second best starting pitcher on the market. But the problem with him well, is that- A sizable gap between yeah, him oh, and that, or A sizable gap. Absolutely. The problem with Stroman was that he didn't play all of the season because he was injured and then opted out. Um, and then the season before, he had terrible numbers with the Blue Jays and then had three, I think it was three really bad starts with the Mets to start. And then- ended up being a pretty solid pitcher down the stretch, but that was only like three, four games. I exactly. Don't ha- I don't hate this decision to opt back in, to, to, to
1: take the ball. No, it's all. solid, especially after the Steve Cohen presser. when like, Because yeah. Marcus Stroman, there was that one year he was really good with Toronto. People mm-hmm. were like, oh my God, Marcus Stroman, like the next big guy. He's like a two-starter at absolute best. Realistically, you probably want him as like a three on a contender. And if, yeah, if you're the Mets, like he won't be your three-starter. He'll Once be your four. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it depends um, what happens with Cindergard and his health, but yeah, which I think is a fair question to bring up at this point for Cindergard. You saying for the Mets, he'll be four? It'd be Degrom, Cindergard, and fucking
0: goddamn it, God it, what's his face? Who am I forgetting? Peterson, not Peterson. Are you thinking of Zach Wheeler? Yes, well, he's not on the team anymore. So he not one of the Phillies this season. Sound like a mega deal thinking. with him. Who am I? Th- I don't know. Anyways. You think I'm Bartolo Colom?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> hey,
0: I, I don't know if saw that video I'd I love to have him back. No oh my god, I, I need him back. Um Steve Cohen press conference. It. Let's talk about it. Look, I you can't First of make all, welcome to the Yeah. of competently Thank god. clubs. Like you can't make too much of a press conference. Like he said everything right. And all Which this is and all that. More than the Mets have done yeah. in the last five years. Well, th- yeah, a couple points from that. One, like, I could not tell you if I've ever seen the Will Palms be that, like, competent and, like, gathered for something. Let me tell you, it. you haven't. I haven't. Right. uh And two, like, I don't care if, like, the only thing you did was say everything right. Because I look at that and I'm like, holy oh, sure. shit, like, we might if we're going to be a laughing stock, at least let it be because we have a bad team, not because we have incompetent owners. Well, right? that was the like, funniest
1: part about the Mets was for a while. It was both. Yeah. Like not only were you bad at baseball, you're like, you were bad at being a baseball team. If you're going to be bad at baseball,
0: so be, it, you know, like, but like, it's just, uh, I don't want to have to worry about my, my owners firing a female employee because she's pregnant. Right. Like, like, bro, what? Like, <laughs> I like literally the Mets could not
1: get out of their own way. Yeah. That's deeply invested with Bernie Madoff. That, that's kind of my
0: like favorite. Just like only yeah, the you, Mets. you love that one. Only the Mets. Well, they, they they always release every year. It's like a bracket of like classic Mets moments. And like, it's like, like Syndergaard getting like a, like a hand and foot disease from going to like yep. a, oh like my a God, day camp. About that. <laughs> not good and not making it to the parade. Cause he was on Coke. Like, it's just a whole bunch
1: of, but like, like the, the Mets might, and again, this is only a press conference. We don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know what, what's going to happen. Also the Mets have to like play a season to like get the Mets off of them.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree.
1: Like also
0: DJ will be a nice piece for that.
1: Funny. funny. DJ is getting yeah, a blank check from the Steinbrenners and he is writing in whatever goddamn figure he wants. Yeah. Well, but what happens
0: have, if, what happens if Cohen is also like, here's a blank check
1: and he can give more. I mean, the Yankees are going to pay as much as they want. Also, you, I didn't actually see this quote. Did Steve Cohen actually say, I don't want to be the Yankees?
0: Yeah. Well, they asked him because, no. That's they, a blatant lie. That is well, a blatant no. lie. Well, okay. but Who do you think, think he's trying to emulate? Okay. Okay. But that's what I'm talking about saying the right things, right? He's like, I don't care about being the Yankees. Like, we're going to be the Mets. If that means basically the same thing, okay, that's fine. But what, is, what is Steve yeah. Cohen coming in and promising
1: you guys? To take all your free agents. What is, what is the biggest knock against the Yankees every year? You pay for everybody. You pay like that's like baseball is. Relax. Okay, I
0: don't give a fuck. Like I'm fine with that now. <laughs> well, I'm not saying you. I just mean like people are like, oh, the Yankees pay yeah, you for You buy it. your championships. I mean, if you had one, you know, like but... really coming from you, that's, that's rich. Same. That's yeah, really funny. made the World Series more free, more uh, more recently than you have. Look, the animosity between Yankees and
1: Mets fans is only going to increase now that, yeah. that the Mets. Are, like... that's great. Complete. That's great it for baseball. Then. It is especially because the Red Sox baseball. blow now. Like I'd love another yeah. team to really get at it with
0: um like i i I just love the excitement like when when he bought the team he like reached out on twitter he was like mets fans tell me what you want in terms of like what you want the no no no, not not, like move not player player moves but like he was it was funny because it's impossible to not have a press conference like this and not take like subtle shots at the will ponds yeah um and he wasn't saying like you know previous owners did this and that but things like um there's one quote that stood out it was like uh when he was talking about, you know, all the suggestions he got and they were like, what changes do you want to implement? And he was like, look, it's going to be really hard with COVID because we don't know what it's going to look like. But yeah. for example, an old timer's day. I don't know why we haven't had that yet. Like we have to, we should have that. And it's like, oh yeah, you're bad at your job, Will Pons. Like, yeah. Fucking Who do you want? Who do you want? Last point on the Steve Collins presser. Who do I want? Yeah. Um, I want Real Muto. If I have to, if I have to pick two. I'm not, I didn't give you a number. I'm saying, who do you want? Well, in order of like, in order of how I want people, it's probably LeMahieu one, Bauer two, Correa three, Muto four, in terms of like- Do you not want to try to get Lindor? I do, but like- That's what
1: Nick Arpino's been saying.
0: I do, but- said he
1: really wants Lindor.
0: Out of all of those, he worries me the most. He's on an expiring- and you have to trade for him. That's not just straight up money. It's a okay, lot easier to Okay, but he's the best shortstop guys. in the league. Yeah. Like he's the type of guy you trade your top. That's a guy yeah. you
1: trade a Jared Kalanick for.
0: Yeah, you're right. But, and <laughs> I know I know you're going to just blow this out of proportion, um, but if you're looking at what the Mets need right now to fix, like starting pitching is a lot more of an issue for them right now than shortstop. Catcher is a lot more of an issue right now than shortstop, right? It's a lot more of an issue. Now, like, would I rather have Lindor than Ahmed Rosario? Yes, but but if Jimenez, who is a very good defensive shortstop slash second baseman is still there, and if Robinson Cano can still give you a good chunk of games that you can rotate people in, like, that's not a more pressing issue. I
1: guess my big question would be, especially when it comes to Trevor Bauer, because he's a guy that, he gives me some worry as to how he would handle pitching in New York
0: well, in all honesty. I, well, did you see what him and Sandy, what Sandy Alderson said about him? I don't think so. So Sandy Alderson was like Trevor Bauer, someone we really like looking at and we really like, because he was talking about how important entertainment in baseball is. Um, and the, obviously that was a big focus for, uh, for Steve Cohen in the press conference was like, you know, when they asked him about black lives matter. And he was like, I absolutely think they do, which, wow, what a fucking concept to say, right? Um, like he was, you know, talking about that. And he was like, as long as you're respectful and like you're not breaking any team rules or something, like you can say and do whatever you want as long as you just bring a hundred percent. You can say, but mind. I'm not talking about from the Mets. I just mean I like know.
1: New York media.
0: I know. Like they chew people up. <laughs> yeah. And Sandy Olsen was especially like- Especially
1: with Steve Cohen coming in and talking all yeah. this noise, we're going to be disappointed if we don't win a ring in three to five years. Mm-hmm. Rings, he said rings, plural. Yeah. We've never seen that. We've never seen a press conference about guys winning multiple rings go wrong. Have we not one, not, not two,
0: one,
1: not point being. Yeah. Trevor Bauer comes to New York Yankees or Mets. Yeah. He, I got to imagine he's going to be getting, I don't know, one hundred fifty to 200 million is kind of the range I've been seeing.
0: Yeah.
1: For a reigning Cy Young winner. Like he's going to get paid. He's going to get a bag. He comes in, has like two bad starts in April.
0: Yeah.
1: Have fun with it. No, he's going to be picked apart. And he is not the type of guy to like, play friendly with reporters like he's yeah. going to be combative
0: yeah uh, especially right. if
1: Steve Cohen's putting all this pressure on them I don't know he makes me yeah. a little he strikes me a little bit as a guy who would struggle with dealing with the New York media and that's fair or not dealing with the media is part of your yeah. job as a professional athlete Absolutely, it's, you have
0: to do it you just kind of kind of have to hope that if he can talk all this talk then he can back it up and take the flag but you never know um never know. let's let's move on to the NBA well that didn't take we well, got some talked about what i said we got stuff
1: to talk yeah. about
0: it, it didn't take long for it to come right back into the spotlight uh december december 22nd when the season coming back um it's kind of interesting that the nba i just got a bleacher
1: report notification that the magic are willing to trade aaron gordon to try to move up in the lottery they should
0: i think that's that that ship has sailed honestly which is um, about what you're going to get back but yeah you um you know the the biggest thing obviously the season coming back soon all this and all that. You have the draft on the 18th. So we're going to have our big draft episode next week. So um, soon. Like every time I see that, I it, just
1: keep seeing like draft November 18th. I'm like, okay, cool. It's like a little ways away.
0: No, November oh, 18th. Not. That is in six, six days. days. <laughs> um, and then you have free agency starting two days later. Yeah. The big thing though is uh, yesterday morning, there was the notification about um, Russell, Wilson, Russell Westbrook, and, uh, and James Harden being concerned about the immediate future. And then about 12 hours later, Westbrook saying he wants Westbrook out, wants out. A, a lot of that was, you know, concerned about the chemistry didn't like how things were going and also wants to be a floor manager, which wow. Shocker is not going to happen when you, you play mean the Russell Westbrook, James Harden pairing didn't work out. No fucking way. Who would have thought,
1: right? Who would have thought? Definitely not me. Yeah. Russell that. Westbrook Definitely is not everyone, you know? Russell Westbrook might be like one of the most overrated players we've got in the NBA today in terms of his impact on actually, like casuals. Yes. In terms of actually like having a positive impact on winning games. Russ is not a championship level player. Top 30 player still. Yeah. Right. Like probably, but is he really the type of guy you want on is, is Russell, what team in the NBA adds Russell Westbrook and dramatically improves in terms of their like championship contention sons and you're taking think about the shots because the thing with russ is he's taking yeah. shots and the ball away from everyone on the floor if you're the sons are you really looking to add a guy who's going to take a significant amount of shots
0: and usage away from devin booker and from deandre ayton well that's the problem is that you need someone to alleviate some playmaking off of devin Booker's alleviate hands. alleviate is a lot different than yeah
1: demand 30 plus touches a game
0: well that's that's the problem is what version of him you're going to get
1: Now, what do you mean? What version of him are you going to get? There is only one Russell Westbrook.
0: No, I'm saying if there's a Westbrook that is like, okay, I can't shoot. I'm not that good anymore. I'm buying into this completely. And he becomes a smart, like, have we ever seen that Russell Westbrook for longer
1: than like a three game?
0: Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. But I mean, we all swore that Melo was done because he couldn't adapt into that role. And eventually he did. Right. Again, that's like very different circumstances. I know. When Melo got out of the league
1: most recently, he was much worse yeah. individually than Russell Westbrook is right now. Russell Westbrook's still a talented player. Yeah. I'm not saying he's a bad still a player. a 30 saying,
0: player probably.
1: I'm saying he's not a player that dramatically changes your championship contending mm-hmm. odds. Similar to a prime mm-hmm. Melo, honestly. I was thinking about this earlier today. Was Mel- at Melo's peak, was he a top 10 player in the league? Mm-hmm. Yeah even at his peak, was he ever a guy that was going to like really lead you to a title? Probably not. I think, I think we're never going to get the full story on Melo. Cause he was playing the gap with the Knicks where that was probably Melo's peak those first couple of years with the Knicks yeah. the gap between Melo and the next
0: best player was sizable. Sizable gap. Couldn't, yeah. Couldn't put a roster around him and also was just probably playing the wrong position the whole time. And refuse to play the other one you know yeah exactly that's again i I could talk about mellow not playing the four for an hour but that's not what we're here to do so what we are here to do is hop into the trade machine (sighs) i mean where does russ go like apparently charlotte apparently fucking charlotte wants him oh oh, i i I ran some options with charlotte so we can i I could touch on those a little later uh new york was a team that was floated out there the clippers was floated out i don't understand it and also think it's a terrible move
1: but also we didn't understand him wanting to go to houston either
0: yeah. Um it's almost like that never made any sense. The Knicks make sense. Uh okay. we can get to couple. A, a, no, but <laughs> but I'll explain why it doesn't make complete nonsense. Um I would argue that it is completely nonsensical. Personal the Suns, part. the Suns are a team I saw out there just to you know give some playmaking uh next to Booker. I still don't really like it. But it then again, I don't I don't know if I like Westbrook on any team, honestly. Straight up. Like it's kind of the issue. Um, The thing is, Westbrook's got to be – if you're bringing Russell Westbrook, he's got to be your primary offensive
1: creator if you want to get the most out of him.
0: Even besides just what he does on the court. Like, it's just a brutal contract. He makes 40 mil plus a year. Um, I also had seen uh, the Timberwolves real quickly. That doesn't (sighs) make – any like it, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense you it start make any sense but uh, russell russell and him in the backcourt um good luck but then also there. and
1: who then who are you taking ob Toppin with the first overall like yeah well denny you know. Aviha, like who are you taking first
0: overall if you bring in westbrook unless you think and why you're trading like together?
1: If you're, presumably if you're bringing in
0: westbrook you're trading that first overall pick no no shot no shot because that's the thing that you, you hop in the trade machine. Yeah, I'm not saying so trade
1: it for yeah. Westbrook. I'm saying presumably your trade, like I would imagine. Okay, let's say you Minnesota does away. acquire Russell Westbrook. Uh-huh. You then trade that. For, now, probably not the same deal. You trade the number one for.
0: Probably to Charlotte for three. There's been a lot of talk about them flipping with Charlotte. I, well, this
1: is also all based on yeah. everything I've been hearing is LaMelo is probably going number one overall. Assuming yeah. if if Minnesota stays in the number one pick, mm-hmm. LaMelo is the name I've seen thrown around the most. But also we never yeah. saw. um Goddamn uh Anthony Bennett get any noise for first
0: overall. Yeah. So you really have no idea who's going number one overall. Yeah. Talk um, to me
1: about some of these Russell Westbrook trades. Yeah,
0: okay. So I, I had found two with the Knicks that didn't seem terrible, honestly. Because that's the problem with Westbrook is that you have to match the salaries, the salaries and have to be some sort of dump, right? So the Knicks have said that they are willing to acquire salary. Yeah. And th- like this is a situation last offseason when the Knicks signed all those deals and we were like what the hell are they doing oh wait they're all one like all one year. one or
1: two year deals yeah
0: next summer is the big summer that everyone's chasing after with all the big free agents like this is exactly a situation the Knicks are looking for now does it make sense no oh, but huh. uh so in this scenario the Knicks get Russ and a 2022 first round pick which is lottery protected and the Rockets so, get
1: worthless and basically
0: yeah Uh not not literally
1: worthless, but like if I'm the Knicks, I'm not I'm not losing my shit over a lottery protected first rounder.
0: Yeah, this this is not my favorite trade. And the Rockets get Randall, Dennis Smith, uh Jr. and Wayne Ellington. So they get Randall's contract off, which isn't a bad contract, but again, you're keeping those.
1: I don't think the Knicks make that trade.
0: No, I don't. The second this next trade is the one that I like more. Yeah. Um, In this one, the Knicks get Russ, a 2023 first which remember those are going to start being the super drafts, um, which is yeah. lottery, that, that pick is lottery protected a 2021 second round swap, um, which we'll wait to see what that really means. The Rockets get Taj Gibson, Wayne Ellington, Randy Bullock and um, an elf. Reggie Bullock, uh, <laughs> Randy Bullock, Randy Bullock and uh, and Alfred Payton.
1: Right. Alfred Payton. I mean, I mean yeah. yeah. Alfred, none of those trades make a lick of sense. Other I literally outside of just dumping salary, the next looking to like get some of that salary off the books with the Randall deal. Does not make any sense. Like,
0: I, I like this one. I I don't hate this trade just because the Knicks are creating that space for next year. You're, cre- you're creating all that space. You're getting rid of those number ones. You don't compromise your ability to go after that big free agent. But then, you then you're acquiring
1: Russell Westbrook, who is going to directly impact any superstar free agent that the Knicks think that they're going to sign. And let me tell you, they're not going to get anyone. So not necessarily. Not necessarily. Westbrook's going to hurt them, or not necessarily. The Knicks don't get anyone.
0: Not necessarily. The Knicks
1: don't get anyone. Let me let me look into my crystal ball here uh everyone will say the Knicks are a lock to sign Giannis and they won't sign him
0: right you ever then, seen that one before yes but the problem with that is that at least you have someone like Westbrook with which I don't know if players really want to play with him but it's a, a Westbrook name
1: Giannis pairing sounds like a disaster <laughs> yeah yeah
0: um a Westbrook then,
1: anyone pairing Westbrook is not a championship player yeah. Honestly, Westbrook is the exact opposite type of player the Knicks should be looking to acquire. Because if yeah. they make one of these trades and turn Russ into like the focal point of their offense, Russell could probably get them to like a you know borderline eight seed. I'm not saying he's not a good player. I'm saying he doesn't do anything. He doesn't move the needle in terms of like winning championships.
0: I don't. I just don't really, think. I don't like, know. What Thirty pairing.
1: something wins.
0: What the hell probably, does that pairing with RJ Barrett look like?
1: Not good. No. I, I don't think. I think. Well, what I was going to get into, which I didn't even put on the rundown, was if the Knicks are going to trade for one of Russ or CP3, Chris Paul makes a hell of a lot more sense. Well, CP3 makes a lot more sense for basically anyone. Yeah.
0: Uh, but because he's a to
1: make. Well, he's not even a better player. He's a more impactful yeah, player. He but he's also the type of player, player that's going to make the guys around him better. He's going to help yeah. RJ Barrett improve as a lead ball handler. He's going to help Mitchell Robinson get more effective on the offensive end. Like mm-hmm. – he's all, he's going to help the Knicks in a number of ways off the court as well he's mm-hmm. the point god for a reason like
0: and, and now we got to turn the conversation to like one way it could be like how many players have just like not wanted to play with Harden after a year after two years or how many players have like shit just gone south with with for westbrook you got to look at it both ways right for Harden, it's like for westbrook it's couldn't win with kd um you know like couldn't win by yourself couldn't win with Paul George couldn't do anything with Paul George yep and Mm -hmm. now you know you try for a year with Harden it doesn't work but on the other side for Harden it's like CP3 hated him Dwight Howard hated him PJ Tucker presumably hates him yeah like you gotta look at it I've got to imagine
1: part of the issue in Houston is like some of these guys are looking at what I the Rockets weren't playing like it's a it's a weird comparison to make, but bear with me. The Rockets weren't playing basketball the last two years. Were they
0: playing? They were Madden? playing.
1: They were playing pickup. Like they were not playing NBA level basketball. You should have said that, not they weren't playing basketball. They weren't playing team basketball. They're literally they had James Harden obviously, and they're like, okay, uh, go get us fifty a night and dump the ball off, and you get triple teamed for an easy assist. Yeah, like the Rockets. You look at who's won. I mean, we've talked about this plenty of times. Like the rocket style of play was not going to win them a title. Yeah. You gotta play with all five guys on damn the Damn close
0: though. Damn close though.
1: Damn close, but at a certain like four times in four years, you make it to the conference semis or conference finals, and you lose both times
0: every, gotta, every time. I can't wait for the for the documentary that comes out, it's just called Chris Paul's hamstring. Like, like think about how many things that set off.
1: But like, how many how that's what, three years ago now?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean the the window was over then right then. then.
1: Injuries happen, man. Like it's part of the game.
0: Um the last one, because they said Charlotte was interested, uh I I hopped in the uh I hopped in the in the trade machine. I didn't even like this trade that I had made up. But I I couldn't couldn't figure it out. Yeah, I couldn't figure it out for many reasons because if you're the Rockets, you want to get Russell Westbrook's contract off the book. So you can go after, you know, a, a star free agent next season, because stars probably do want to play with James Harden. You find a good Harden Giannis would be scary. Like, but that's what I'm saying. Like you like for Westbrook, like obviously Harden is such a better player, but like as hard as it is to play with Harden, probably like there's a superstar free agent. That's like, yo, we have space for you to come to Houston here. You play with James Harden. You're like, yo, like he's proven that like he was again, a hamstring away with Chris Paul, maybe beating like, one keep, of the best teams. Ever. We can't keep saying he was a hamstring away. Cause that's yeah. three years ago at this point. the Rockets have
1: had two other seasons to try yeah. to get to an NBA championship yeah. and haven't
0: done it, but they can clean books by getting Westbrook off. Um, what I had seen here. And I think the Hornets still need more incentive for this, uh, but it was going to the home, I think they, the Rockets would probably have to throw another pick in.
1: Well, so what's the, um, the trade?
0: So the Hornets get Russell Westbrook. Uh, who's on a, who's got three years left, 41.3 mil. Uh, Eric Gordon got four years left, 16.8 mil. And then a 2022 first round pick, which with whatever protection they end up choosing. The other way for the Rockets is you get Nick Batum. who's getting 27 mil this year. It's a player option that Jesus. obviously he already picked up. Yeah. But that was that 2016 wow, how season. How old is he? i want to say
1: 33, 34.
0: I look that up. Not young, <laughs> no. Um, you get Malik Monk who makes five only thirty-one. Actually, wow. Yeah, only, Oh God. Um, I see. That's why I don't think the Hornets do it because they'd have to probably send a second-round pick and Malik Monk on top of that. The Hornets pick up, you know, a, a playmaker. When the, that wouldn't the Hornets
1: want to hold on to Malik Monk if they're trying to trade for Russ? would they want to hold on to him wouldn't they want to hold on to malik monk
0: well that, that's the kind of thing is how how much do you value again i didn't like this pick but i kept fumbling with it and like you that's the problem is you have to make the salaries work it didn't make any sense um i think the rockets not, not, ended like
1: i just feel bad for russell westbrook because he's got to understand that like i he's making gets...
0: 41 mil a year okay
1: <laughs> i hate when people make that and now, yeah, he's getting paid. I don't feel bad for the man who's making hundreds of millions of dollars for his career. I feel bad for the guy that's got to be able to read the writing on the wall and be like, shit, like, I'm getting traded away from a contender. They never got over the hump, but a contender for the last three years. What content? He's not, there's no way he's getting traded to a better team than Houston. No. Knicks, the Hornets. Yeah, not better going- teams. He's not going to the Clippers. I don't know why the Clippers... I, I saw the
0: same thing you did that the Clippers uh, were like an option. That doesn't make a lick of sense. But there, there aren't that many trades that as soon as they happen, you're like, why the hell did they do that? That was the Chris Paul Russell Westbrook trade. Yeah, it didn't make any sense. Um, last point on NBA. Ready to move on to I'm mailbag ready to move on here. Okay, so yeah. we'll combine our mailbag with our last segment here. Uh, we'll start with Notre Dame beats Clemson, uh, the number four team beating the number one team. Obviously, what we're going to discuss is. Them storming the field, and then we'll talk a little bit of college football. Uh, but I had seen this question that you had posed. I agree with you. Saw can it from a number, John Salerno. I did. Can a number four team rush the field? No, no right? No, no. absolutely no. not. I don't care who you beat. And like, there was again, Clemson did not have their starting quarterback. Like, if I can list, like, I couldn't even list like the
1: most like formative sports articles I've ever read in my life. I maybe want to be like someone who talks about sports for a living. Bill Simmons forever ago on Grantland wrote a whole piece. I think it was like a two or three part piece about like mm-hmm. this, like when you can and can't storm the field, storm the court, mm-hmm. whatever. Like the first point of that is you can't be ranked. No, you absolutely. can't be a ranked team and storm the field. Storm Unless the it's a championship win. That's different. Unless it's literally for the title. You can't. Yeah. Much less if you're a top five
0: team. I don't care if it's the number one team in the country. Mm-hmm. I'll say any playoffs, any playoffs that you if you're being no, not one any team. playoffs. I, if you're if you're like ranked, if you're ranked number five and it's like the semis and you beat the number one team to go to the finals or something like that, like maybe, eh, maybe I maybe, maybe. yeah yeah. But like yeah, regular season, teams, you don't
1: get to storm the field like it's and against
0: and they don't have their starting quarterback. Like I mean,
1: to be fair, DJ Uwanga Lele.
0: Yeah, I think that's I right. I
1: think that's right. Yeah, I was practicing it.
0: Okay,
1: would be the starter on like literally yeah. every
0: other team in the country, but is also not the starting quarterback.
1: He's also not the third. He's behind Trevor Lawrence. Yeah.
0: Like um, you, just,
1: you don't get the start on the field.
0: No. Like, and also like, bro, what are we doing? Like,
1: <laughs> but like, it's not like yes, the students look really bad. Obviously, yeah. Notre Dame looks so much worse in this situation. Yeah. Well, they've like the had year.
0: to. They've already had to shut down their facilities because they had an outbreak earlier in the season. And guess what? You know, like. I, I love college football, but, like, you're technically there to learn. You know, think about every other student at Notre Dame that's not playing college football that, like, can't have their season.
1: I mean, you, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. I don't blame the students as much. Yeah. Like, realistically, there were not – I would imagine less than 50% of the crowd was sober for that for that incident. Oh, I'd bump that a lot higher. But I meant more than 50% of the crowd.
0: I'd say, like, probably 20%. majority
1: of the, of the people there were probably – not sober. I'd say probably twenty
0: percent were sober.
1: If you're Notre Dame, you've got to be at least like mildly aware that they might try to storm the field. Yeah, you got to do something. Prevent that. Don't let that happen. Secondly, for the president of Notre Dame, don't come out after the fact and just fucking blame the students. Yeah, you should blame yourself. You should have been like, like, we yeah,
0: been more prepared.
1: You should have been more prepared. You should have made it yeah. damn clear. Don't storm the field. Look. Clemson or Notre Dame's head coach knew it was a possibility. He literally yeah. said to his players, if we win, they're going to start on the field. Get the fuck off the field yeah. and get back, the get back to the locker room. It's they're just so like, dumb. Guess
0: what? Guess what? For the last four months, Notre Dame hasn't had in-person classes because they had that outbreak that they linked back to an off-campus off, off uh, off-campus party. Like Exactly. I, I wholeheartedly believe that these players are trying their best to stay healthy. Cause they know, I would hope so. <laughs> I, they know like a couple, couple positive tests. Like you can happen what's happening in the sec this week. They had seven games prepared and they're going to play three of them because Auburn, Mississippi state got canceled. A&M, Tennessee got canceled. Bama LSU, which regardless of how bad LSU is this week, like, which doesn't big, make any
1: sense, but yeah,
0: that's all. That's, well, they lost everyone. Okay, yeah, um, but
1: it's not like, I didn't have studs waiting in wait, yeah.
0: like, the way. And then Mizzou, Georgia also not playing like, like and this is the big one for me. We don't get to watch Louisiana Monroe and Arkansas State. I know, heartbroken, heartbroken. I and, and, I, and look, Frank's if, bringing for, up an interesting point. Yeah, and for, for those I don't of you, know, it's not for those of you who don't know or listening on Spotify. Frank Rossi, uh, one of the co-hosts for in the D three football huddle, knows a lot about college football. I got to talk to him earlier in the season to see if college football was going to be played. Um, You know, he puts a couple interesting comments. First one was, uh, "No matter how much you say, it, a field storm is going to happen, no matter how many how much schools try to prevent it." And then also following it up with, "Not every school is Ithaca with a cliff jump to every field." You're right there. What I'll say to that is, yes, I agree with you. It's a it's it's very difficult. But if you are gonna have, if you're gonna be irresponsible and have fans in the stands in the first place, even if you are, and it's not necessarily irresponsible. I, I think it's maybe not the way
1: I would run it you, personally. If you're gonna dude, take this, you, you to ever get seen fans in the stadiums?
0: You ever seen it? You ever seen a Florida game on TV? Like those guys? Yeah. On like those guys yeah. No. no hey, to be like, fair, they showed before. plenty of
1: crowd shots of the Notre Dame game. It looked like for the most part, people were adhering part, yeah. to like
0: the pods and like staying away
1: from other fans. Give until they you know stormed the field. Yeah. Well,
0: that's what I'm saying, man. Like
1: Look, it's, it, it's not my job. It's not my job to pretend. I know how to like prevent fans from storming the field. It's your job. To, it's Notre Dame's know. job to make it not happen. Like you got to at least try something.
0: You need to be prepared. Yeah. You have to have something like, uh, Again, for, I, I don't
1: know. I don't know what it would be. I don't, it's I'm not a like, public health expert.
0: I, I know. I know them I know the Notre Dame like players were probably like, this is sick. They're storming the field. We just beat, we just beat Clemson. Like, but remember like Trevor Lawrence didn't play because he had COVID like Notre Dame has gone through the song and dance before they've already canceled in-person classes. Disappointing. Um, Last, last couple games, that got canceled. Uh, Air Force Wyoming also got canceled Memphis Navy, Ohio state, Maryland, urban Meyer tested positive. Like, bro, not a good week. Not a good week for college football. Uh, Fingers crossed. Good week for D3 football though. Yeah. Yeah, D3 football as we wrap up our, uh, our, our episode two thirty. I got a couple more minutes. Um, the Secretary Cup, uh U.S. Merchant Marine Academy and Coast Guard, the 40th meeting of them. This is the, if I'm not mistaken, the only D3 game from the East Region that is being played this season. Uh, on ESPN3 on Saturday. I mean, if it, no, ago... was
1: wasn't Frank at a game like a couple weeks ago? I thought. Yeah, this but stopped. I
0: think this is the only one in the East. In the East, okay. I think it's the only one in the East. Um. Look, uh, Liberty League and Ithaca announced that they're not going to have their athletics their uh, for sports. the winter season. Like, it, it sucks so much. It's awesome that we get to get a D3 game in. Yeah, exactly. Right. And it, I'll be watching at least a little bit. Yeah, I, I, it I love it. Um, but, you know, on a more depressing note, uh, Cortica was supposed to be this Saturday. Oh, that's tough. That is I, tough. It, it's tough for me because I got to spend it as an alumni. And, look, I haven't been able to how should we put it properly celebrate cortica uh since, since freshman, freshman year. year yeah um well last and, year we had
1: big plans to celebrate and then we got back to stratton's house and everyone was asleep yeah. uh, which i was fully pro- and i was tired i remember i was tired when yeah. we got back to stratton's house but i was like it's fucking cortico we just won at metlife like literally the coolest shit i've ever done in college like yeah. i am ready to drink and like have a good time showed up to stratton's door i just remember like i have the most vivid memory of like stratton opening his front door just like eyes shut like barely functioning i look in like living room lights are off i think it was was it elliot who like was literally unconscious for the first like three hours we were there like we were like in the living room like talking and chatting and elliot was just like
0: face down him on and john salerno him and john salerno it was both of them you're we right can't, we can't we can't expose them because they have some pretty damning stories uh from that day but yeah we, we got back and our friends were not in good shape um no. but you know i was excited i was like we're, we're playing in Cortland this year like i get to celebrate properly i was going to go up for the game you're still in school you might have been calling the game i was probably going to be working the game somehow like oh just really disappointing and like it's more disappointing because they played at metlife last uh last season and now you can build on that hype right like exactly sick game although did you see
1: ithaca's doing like a whole like re-airing yeah nice Uh,
0: did you see what they're doing with our calls no they have like famous alumni giving their own calls. So like no pressure, you know, Ben and I prepared for like 2-3 weeks for this game, like had our boards full of interviews, like crazy stuff. Humble 2-3 well, weeks. weeks, it was just that one week where we literally like
1: didn't sleep.
0: Well, yeah, but like I'm saying like we prepared. Like we yeah, had it obviously. on the back of our minds like doing stuff for it like 2-3 weeks out. Not, if not the whole season out, like humble brag, we made a, a radio package that won awards, like multiple and, awards. And uh, I'm pretty sure they have like Ed Cohen and Brendan Burke and Let's go you know, and and uh, Kevin Connors. Oh, yeah, Kevin Connors, maybe Carl Ravitch, like coming in and doing like calls over some of the plays. Pretty tight, which will be awesome. But like ours first. are better. <laughs> I think no, yeah. I think it's fantastic. I think it's great. Um, cool. We didn't but get ours- any. We, what are you saying? What were you saying? Oh, one no, of my like, friends
1: here was saying that like her and her whole house were like doing the whole Reek broadcast. And I was like, oh, make sure you like they're just gonna like drink and watch like the broadcast. I was like, make sure you uh make sure you turn the sound up.
0: Yeah, yeah. i hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure I grab a 30 rack. Um and just it's get just get the keystones, just start slamming them for the game. Right? I'm it's like I, are you gonna watch it with the
1: sound on? Yeah, oh, for sure. I like I obviously I'll probably watch some of it. I don't know if I can like sit there and like watch a game that I call that also might just be too depressing. Like obviously I've like listened yeah. back to it fucking 20 times, probably just like re-editing different clips for my reel and all that. But like, it's a, it's a little weird. Like, I don't know if I really want, I also don't normally sit down and listen to like three hours at a time of my own voice.
0: Well, I feel like Saturday's is going to come around and you'd be like, I don't want to turn this off. I know it's, I know we're just going to absolutely murder them right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, we're ready to wrap this show up. I, the poll that I had put on Twitter. Oh Yeah uh because we didn't get any mailbag thanks guys um frank got the marine the yeah oh right right, right, Um, thank you frank who would you rather have going forward daniel jones or gardner Minshew? oh
1: like for the giants specifically or just for just anyone no no
0: situation same team on both of them same team for both of them like Probably Gardner, honestly. Better hair, better
1: mustache. <laughs> um, doesn't lo- doesn't beat the football team when we need a loss. Like I can, much, can I, beat a
0: team not named the football team. You know?
1: But like I don't even want the Giants to win games right now. I literally don't want them to win. Okay, but that, they,
0: nothing, that has nothing think, to do with this question.
1: Beating Philly would be a disaster.
0: That has nothing to do with this question, Ben. Who do you I, like? Who would you rather have going forward? Gardner. I think I like Daniel Jones, honestly. And again, maybe that's just maybe that's just because I the don't have that, to watch him every week, but I think yeah. I think he cuts out and like the thing with him is that he has turnovers in terrible times. He cuts out one of those turnovers, like the thing good. that I keep coming back to is
1: Danny Jones was a first round pick, sixth mm-hmm. overall. Took Daniel Jones sixth overall, and I'm reminded of that every time I watch him play. I'm like, it's that no, it's is not, like it's that's not it's not his fault you guys are
0: not, not not his, his fault. fault you guys are that you but that i'd rather fault. have
1: gardner as for what is he a sixth rounder
0: uh-huh
1: it's a lot more fun to root for a sixth rounder playing like slightly above terrible than it is to watch the guy you that just you i thought you mean our franchise around. quarterback for a second
0: you're dancing around this question ben
1: what do you want me to say daniel jones is not the truth he's not our franchise quarterback that's why i actively want to lose games so we can get justin fields <laughs> we're not getting trevor lawrence now, where does daniel jones go after that the bench <laughs> I think you keep him around. I don't think you try to trade him. If we, I assume we try to trade him, like it, it couldn't hurt to keep him on the bench if no one wants like a. Not even, it probably would hurt to keep him on the bench. Commit to Justin Fields. Yeah, that's what I'm saying we might. Not, we might not even get Justin Fields. Pick like
0: pick up like a Ryan Fitzpatrick. Have Fields sit behind him for a season or two. Like,
1: well, no. If we're if we're drafting Justin Fields second overall, he's playing. We're not sitting him. I don't think anyone would be sitting Justin Fields. Who would what team would draft Justin Fields and if, who who would be picking second overall this year, taking Justin Fields and be sitting him?
0: Well, oh, he might not go second overall. He will go second overall. Okay, you can write right. that one down. Justin Fields is going second uh, overall. I'm gonna have to clip this one, Justin. just in case he goes like third, you know,
1: if a quarterback, if a team that needs a quarterback is picking second overall, it will be Justin Fields.
0: Okay, but what the, if only if, like, the-,
1: the only way he doesn't go second overall is if like Houston gets the second overall. Yeah, well,
0: that's what I'm saying.
1: That's what I'm saying. It's possible they don't. You know, if it's a, co- a team that needs a quarterback is picking second overall. Second overall, it will be Justin Fields.
0: I hope. I hope a team that doesn't need a quarterback is picking second overall. So the third one is just an absolute bidding war.
1: Well, I think if a team that doesn't need, if a team, if it's like Houston at the second overall, I've got to imagine they trade down, get a haul, yeah. and they can they need every pick they can get.
0: Well, oh Houston, you mean the team that doesn't have their own pick? Oh, duh. Ha. yeah ha. that's what i'm saying a team that doesn't need a quarterback oh. they probably don't need if they believe in tua again that's why i mean two tua, has shown that he's their quarterback but also, what if you were talking about miami possibly getting
1: another quarterback they're five and three like they're gonna make the playoffs
0: more than they're gonna pick second overall okay also also remember that tua has been there for two of those tua go there Hey, three, almost
1: 300 yards, through two touchdowns yeah. last week. Well, day, that's what
0: I'm saying. He's proving that he can be their quarterback, but what That's Tua crazy, Tua, man. That's crazy. Oh, my
1: god. I, you always blow this out of
0: proportion. Uh anything else before we wrap up? That's all I got. All right, he's Ben Carlton, Matthias Wallman, another banger of an episode, Second Floor Sports, Thursday, November 12th. You can listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcast, uh, wherever you get your podcast, aka Breaker. Breaker. Also, shout out Anchor. um You can watch us on YouTube as well. You can watch all our episodes on IGTV. Ben, I will catch you on Monday. We got a lot to talk about. A lot to did, get right? to, baby. See you on Monday. See yeah. ya.